in the Perth creative landscape, there are many people that have fashion brands. Some just put logos on clothing, some design the cuts, some send designs to workshops overseas, some design and stitch their product together, but very few create their product by hand right from the thread. And that's why today we're here with Meg. Meg is a Perth-based fashion designer and stylist. She started an online store, was it one year ago? Yeah, like around one year ago. One year ago and um, all her garments are machine knitted and hand sewn together in her home studio. So very excited to chat to you today and uh, find out everything. And you just told me a little fact um, on this day. So what happened on this day? So... It was, a, I think, this day a year ago, I completed my first ever knitted piece. Yep. So the first thing I ever knitted was oh. like finished today. Yeah. Was that on the knitting yeah, machine? Yeah, so the or? knitting machine. Yeah. Yeah. So like I just, I've, I'd never used a knitting machine before. Oh, yeah. Um, couldn't hand knit, still can't hand knit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but I, because I was at TAFE at yeah. the time studying fashion design and, um, I like had it in my, like I had this concept that I really needed to like do um, and I realised the best way would be to knit it but like machine knitting was going to be way faster and better Um, and my friend happened to have one so I asked to use it and he kind of showed me the basics and then I just like started knitting it and I really fell in love with the machine and um, I I ended up buying it the machine from him oh, yeah, so it's my cool. machine now oh, yeah wow. and now i knit on it all the time like every day yeah, i'm just yeah. knitting away yeah and um what sort of piece was it that you made so it was a it was very ambitious for a first like time knitting yeah. it was um a full length dress with long sleeves and had through like 300 swapsky crystals knitted in Whoa. it and then i also had to dye it a few times to get it like to the shade of black that I wanted it because it was meant to be like um like a spiderweb dress yeah. and the crystals were like droplets mm. on the spiderweb like in the sun yeah oh cool and um where is that dress today I actually have it in my bag <laughs> yeah I oh, do <laughs> damn. um can we just have a look at it yeah Sorry. sure I can get it yeah that's very cool if I take those off. Oh yeah, yeah, it's cool. You can um grab it and is that on the Instagram page as well or not really? It's a secret yeah, piece. Um, oh, I think I saw Yeah, there's a few pictures of it. Is this the one that you minted last year? Yeah. Oh this is the one. Guy, we we got an archive piece. Yeah. Right here. Sorry, so yeah. We can see that oh it's actually looking good because the sparkles are coming out. Yeah, so it's like very long. Mm-hmm. Um, it's got distressing in it, sort of, because I wanted it to look like, yeah, like a, a spiderweb was basically the inspiration. Whoa. Yeah, so I've had a few people ask to buy it, but Ooh. it's like so close to my yeah. heart. And um, is that, it's on the Instagram as well, isn't it? Yeah. There's some, I mean, we could look at some, uh, should I go to the, sh- the shop siren? Yeah, Instagram. they'll be a bit further. Oh, there's one right there. Um, this one? Yeah, that's the dress. Oh, looks so nice. So 300 
Swarovski crystals. crystals. Yeah, like hand knitted in it. Whoa. Yeah. That's crazy. It was a lot of work. Yeah. Very, uh, yeah, very ambitious for like never having knitted anything ever mm, before. Mm. And um, you, so you studied at TAFE. Was that like a good course? Do you recommend it? Um, Did you, like for me personally, like, uh, yeah, I went to uni, so I got degree in photography and graphic design, but I feel like probably learned more from YouTube. I mean, not saying, not saying don't go to uni. I think it was yeah. still a good experience. But in terms of the course, um, I think, I don't know, I've heard better things at other unis. Like I went to Murdoch. The Murdoch course was good in terms of learning about the history and whatever, but I think of practical skills, not not too sure. But yeah, if you could share your experience. Maybe. Yeah. So the reason I went to TAFE over uni, because I could have gone to Curtin because they have a fashion program, mm. um, but I went to TAFE specifically because it's more hands-on and you actually learn how to pattern make and how to sew. Yeah. Um, so like I think I would recommend it, but then I also wouldn't because mm-hmm. – um, like I definitely learned a lot um, there. In terms of knitting, I did like that was also like pra- a thought. practical. But skills. um, like I learned how to pattern make and sew there. Um, and it's like it was definitely good, and I think it's probably better than uni if you're looking to learn how to sew and how yeah. to make your own clothes. So like practical skills. Yeah, practical skills definitely because we didn't do it like much theory really um but it's definitely a bit like it's not a new course um even like i like that dress is fully like see-through and um i had a bit of issues with that just like Mm. with some of the lecturers and i had to be like it's literally like a creative course like it should i don't understand why it's such a big deal um but yeah, it. I think they're also. I've been told that they're like rewiring the whole course now. Um, so maybe they do. They sort of teach you the practical skills, but it's not like an updated modern. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, course. I think it's a good place to learn, like how, because I mean to learn how to like. I personally think to be like the best you can be at designing you have to have basic skills on how to make a garment so that you can like actually make something that's gonna work Mm. um so I think it was good in that respect um but yeah it's just a little bit like behind the times I think yeah Yeah. I think uh, that's I can like compare that to my course at Murdoch my my course was more like theoretical we did do some hands-on stuff like I find some courses they're like very hands-on, but then they maybe lack a bit of theory that you sort of need and um, also lack a bit of like modern-day marketing, like how are you going to make money sort of thing. So I think if they have like how you can make money, also the practice skills and the theory, I think that's pretty good, but it sounds like the TAFE course had the practical skills, but it was lacking like a few other stuff. Yeah, that's like we didn't really get taught like how to make money because mm. you basically at TAFE you get taught how to make things to the standard of like manufact like big scale yeah, manufacturing yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it's not really for like like how to work for somebody yeah it's like how yeah. to work and how to like design and then send it yeah. to a factory to get yeah. it made yeah actually that's interesting like that's what I find with a lot of uni courses are like 
teach you how to work for somebody like whatever it is photography or graphic design but um i've always wanted to work for myself and they didn't really yeah and i think a lot of fashion people want to work for themselves like create their own brand and yeah and they can't like they don't really tell you anything about how to make money doing that (laughs) yeah (laughs) yeah um so because i've heard i've heard good things about the curtain course so it was between like curtain and the tafe yeah pretty much and um did you and then you you created shop sirens straight out of tafe yeah so at like at tafe you do um so i did a it's like cert four and then diploma and then you can do the advanced diploma which Mm. i didn't i chose not to do that but um in your diploma at the end you make like a mini collection and so you have to like make your own brand name Mm. for that and so i made siren for that yeah Yeah. and so um like the first things that i posted were my collection from tafe because you have to do like a photo shoot and everything and do like a lookbook um and then i chose not to continue on to the third year Mm -hmm. so i like graduated last year and then um from there i just kind of like i haven't like people just messaged me and were like hey can you make me this and i was like yeah okay so yeah i've just sort of been making things every now and then when people ask me um okay cool yeah i've been meaning to like advertise and like start Mm. being like yeah i'm like gonna make things Mm -hmm. but i just haven't done it yet that's uh well similar to what sort of i'm doing like i don't advertise myself i mean i have a business a a bit a business that's separate from my personal brand but like i'm still like people are still like hiring me maybe if they didn't hire me for a bit and then i like had the time to like be like okay i'm gonna have a marketing thing in place yeah um but at the moment i'm just doing it when people ask me yeah and because like word of mouth really gets around yeah especially because perth is quite small so yeah so you can kind of manage yeah exactly um and have you done like sort of like a collection launch like maybe for tafe i know they have like the runway shows was that like a collection launch in itself Runway show is a third year thing. Oh, third yeah, year thing. so okay. I didn't do that. Um, TAFE is also like quite expensive, which oh, is yeah. why oh, I, really? okay. one of the other reasons I chose not to continue because yeah. I spent all of my money on yeah. the first two years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but so for the end of my second year, like we make a little collection and then we have, it's called a static display. So like it's basically just your clothes are put on a rack. And people oh, okay. come and look at them. Okay. Yeah. So that's what we had. Um, Vibes. <laughs> yeah. It was <laughs> like it was fine. <laughs> um, but mainly, I think what was good for that was as if they couldn't done a little show. Yeah, I know. Like, <laughs> you, get, you get the rack. <laughs> Literally, not even one rack. You have to share it. No. So it's like split. Oh, that's so you've got like somebody else's clothes and then your clothes next oh, to them. Come on, Tafe. Yeah. It's not also because Tafe doesn't have a lot of funding. Which I'm oh. sure uni would have more funding. Yeah. Um. So yeah, that's I also because I went to South Metro TAFE and I have seen that North Metro TAFE is possibly a little bit more up to date with like their yeah. um, technology and stuff. Oh, okay. Where's South Metro TAFE lo- it's located? Like near, it's in Bentley, so it's oh, like Bentley, okay. right near here. Okay. Yeah. Whereas North Metro is like in the city. Oh yeah. Yeah. And uh, with siren um do you have like collection one or are you just making pieces as they come um so i'm actually doing a collection at the moment mm-hmm. um that's all, like all new stuff yeah all new stuff 
it's um yeah it's like very siren mermaid vibes actually yeah even like looking at that dress i get that i can get it because the the jewels and yeah like how it's like it's like a one piece yeah so fabric. um oh i like how i like the theme yeah so i did kind of like um i did a shoot with the anti-studio recently because mm. they um asked me to style uh cool. shoot because they do like shoots oh yeah you do styling as well um sort of yeah. yeah um so they the anti-studio does um like shoots where models who want their portfolio photos for their portfolio they like pay and they oh, yeah, get like yeah, yeah. styling makeup oh, cool yeah so they asked me to style some shoots so i made a bunch of um like quick siren pieces for mm. that um oh, which nice. were all very like kind of like brats winter mm-hmm. kind of vibes like um moon boots and like fluffy oh, yeah. things and yeah, stuff yeah. yeah so i did that little collection um which i've started to post now um and then I'm probably going to sell all of those pieces. And now I'm working on my next collection. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Interesting. Yeah, because um, I wanted to – because I looked up the definition of siren and I've been seeing the word pop up. But just for our listeners, um, in ancient Greek mythology, a siren is a hybrid creature with the body of a bird – yeah, it's originally a bird, but then, like, very originally yeah. it was a bird, but then it somehow moved into, like, a f- half fish. Uh, probably with, like, um, like modern stories. Yeah. Like t- so, it's, is it more like a mermaid now? Yeah, so think of it? a siren was part bird, but I feel ah, like okay. most people think of siren, they think of, like, a mermaid. Yeah. Yeah, so. Yeah, I think the, the modern interpretation. Yeah, so the modern interpretation is, like, a basically a half mermaid like a mermaid um creature generally like a woman who lures men to their death basically oh yeah yeah because they like used to call out to um sailors oh. yeah and then they that reminds would, me of harry potter like yeah and that's like what they did in um i think it's in pirates of the caribbean as well i watched that recently yeah i watched i watched it recently also <laughs> um yeah so i basically named my brand siren based on the modern interpretation of, like, a beautiful, mm. like, sea creature who lures men to their death, basically. Oh, yeah. I've got the um, the modern uh, interpretation here. A siren is a type of sea spirit from Greek mythology akin to the mermaid. However, unlike the relatively harmless merfolk, sirens were often depicted as deadly temptresses who would lure sailors towards rocky shores via their hypnotic singing causing the sails to crash into rocks and meet with the watery demise yeah exactly so that's so what like i they lure the sailors in yeah because that's kind of like the whole vibe that i yeah, wanted yeah, for yeah. my brand cool, cool. yeah so nice. it's like pretty but like a little bit scary yeah, yeah yeah cool i like that and um thought we could jump in and check out a few pieces on the the gram here so and maybe you could talk us through some of these this is this is uh, prior to your first collection release. These are just... So these are um, the most recent two are like the Bratz sort of oh, winter yeah. time ones. Um, oh, yeah. I thought I'd... Um, sorry, before we do that, I was like trying to break down your style a little bit. I think I read it to you earlier, but just for the listeners, I was my interpretation... Um, 
very like fantasy Y2K brats space ethereal mythology or folklore and like see like metaphysical creations as well. So yeah. Like that kind of vibe. That's like literally exactly yeah. everything so, yeah, that cool. I'm like <laughs> take um, cool. inspiration from. Yeah. Yeah. So I think you're you're nailing it. Thank you. Um, so yeah, we've got some say this piece. Yeah, so here. that was the anti studio um shoot. shoot, yeah. I like how it's um so what's this material? So that so all of my um a lot of my yarn I get from the op shop because mm. the oh, op cool. shop is like Oh really? Yeah, it's littered with yarn. Yo. Um so Wow, um, it's so you're even the yarn's like sustainable yeah well i'm um, some of it's from cool. spotlight because you know oh, you yeah, gotta do you what you gotta do anything, yeah. <laughs> but um a lot of it is from the op shop um so it's wool just like wool. yeah it's normally um just wool like some of it's acrylic some of it's yeah some of it's um i do have a bunch of wool that's like um recycled polyester oh, yeah. um and recycled cotton but yeah it's just i just like have I mean, I'm a little bit of like a yarn hoarder now. I've got <laughs> so <laughs> much yarn. Oh, yeah? cool. um, so I just go in and like pick a bunch of colours that I think will work together mm. and just like... Yeah, sure. I don't like to make the same thing twice. Okay. So um, it's all really random, just yep. like whatever I feel like doing at the I like time. I though. And I feel like all those are called like one-off pieces. Yeah, so, so that's what I want like everything cool. to be like a one-off piece like no yeah. one else has got you know someone might have something similar but it's not going to be the same yeah yeah exactly um and I like how can, can you take us through the concept behind this piece and I see even on the elbow you've got some like it's material, like fuzzy, fuzzy young, yeah so um I made it's like I, they're like boleros I guess or like sleeves whatever the that's what the piece is mm. Um, I've made, I don't remember when I made my first one, but they're quite popular at the moment. And like a few people have been asking me to make them for them. But, um, I just like literally just look by eye. Like I'll just do a row, a few rows of one color, move to another color, like all just by eye randomly. Um, the one on the elbow is like a it's just like a fuzzy yarn, which you just um, like decide. Just like I'm gonna. Yeah, I'm just like or? pop that in there. Yeah, cool. yeah, it's all really random. Like that. That's kind of how. Um, I don't know if you're a painter or any sort of even a graphic designer. Some well, some people uh, plan the concept and then just do it by the concept. I don't actually think you can create like that. Like even with a painting, you're like painting and then you're like, oh, this needs a few strokes over here. Or even in photography, when I'm editing, I'm just like going with the feeling yeah like just based on what it looks like yeah yeah so it's kind of the same with the design yeah it's very similar um just what i think looks the best at the time yeah Yeah. (laughs) and most people um if they have like asked me to make them something they're like you know they have a rough idea but it's like very much i get creative Mm -hmm. freedom of like how it goes so that's nice yeah um and yeah, I like how you style this as well with like the furry, yeah. furry boots and then Thank you. <laughs> the the more modern um sunglasses. Yeah, so cool. I styled like cuz I think there was six girls and they were all very um yeah, it's like snow vibes but like obviously the pieces are like pretty revealing so it's not really like winter oh, yeah, appropriate yeah. but um yeah it is very like Bratz Winter Wonderland collection yeah. vibes cool. which is that. definitely something I grew up with. And uh, where would 
you know, like, I guess where would these the people like wear these pieces out maybe to like festivals yeah, or like every so day? Yeah, so like I just today just finished um, a dress and bolero very similar to that for a girl for Listen Out because mm-hmm. coming up. Yeah, yeah, festivals would be big. Yeah, so I mean I'm like – would wear that anywhere, yeah, <laughs> but yeah. I, yeah, festivals is definitely I feel like, like this is a, we're a big festival. Um, yeah, that one's style. same vibe, like very um, winter wonderland vibes. This would look so sick at a festival. Yeah, with the moon boots too, except they get a bit dirty. Oh yeah, yeah. Cool. So yeah, you've got a variety. Oh, I love this one actually. Yeah, so that was a custom for Fashion Week. Oh, yeah, Melbourne, Melbourne I think that week. that was the first bolero I made actually. Yeah, um, what, what's it called? Bolero. A bolero. Yeah, it's like a cropped cardigan sleeve okay. thing. Yeah, um, sometimes I call them boleros. Sometimes, sometimes I call them sleeves. But yeah, that was. Um, it's interesting because normally, when people, when you think of like a knitted woolen garment, you think it's like cozy. And yeah, cute, I know. But you've like made it sexy. Yeah, that's like Which all cool. my stuff is. Yeah, it's like. Also because... That's part of the siren. Yeah, and because people probably think, oh, like, what's the point of having the long sleeves if it's literally not covering anything else, but... it's just part of the... Yeah. And uh, what about this, uh, the headpiece as well? Yeah, it's like a little, um, like a bonnet, I guess. Yeah. Did you make that as well? Yeah. (laughs) Oh, no, I love this whole look. And uh, I'm sure some were some snaps taken at Melbourne Fashion Week. Yeah, it was pretty cool. Um, there was like a few videos and pictures and stuff. Yeah, cool. That must have been pretty. It was sick. very. It was very cool because I think that was the first custom I ever did, and it was just like straight for Fashion Week, straight and I was like week. sick. And um, what are your, I guess, plans? Like, do you have you thought about um for the future of Shop sign, like, do you want to make it, like, a big thing? Because, like, right now it's just, you know, you're creating one-off pieces and, you know, you're just taking sort of jobs as they come, I guess, when people want you to yeah. make clothes. Um, have you thought about making it into something, like, a bigger sort of thing? Yeah, I'm not, like, too sure. Um, I think because I haven't, like, even put, like, on my stories or anything like I'm open yeah. for customs and stuff. Yeah. So I'm thinking of doing that soon and just see who trickles mm-hmm. in, like if anybody mm-hmm. wants anything. Um, but yeah, I don't really know where I'm going to take it or what I'm going to mm. do. Like what if it blows up? Like yeah. I have no idea. That's <laughs> like, that's because part of me is like, Oh, it's a bit scary to like be, if I have too many people, but then also yeah. it's like, well, I could have no one. So yeah. Yeah. Cause um. I think that's how a lot of designers started, didn't they? They just would have just made one-off pieces. Even there's like a, a few fashion designer friends and they're like just making one-off pieces. But I think that's kind of where it where it starts. Um, but like could – thinking like could Siren operate on a commercial level? I guess you'd need like – I know you need to show people how like theoretically how yeah. to make the stuff you make – and then yeah. yeah i would need to like yeah i mean if i was to hire someone else i'd need to buy more knitting machines and yeah. i'd need to like teach some of my um some of what i make has patterns and some of it is just like me going by the vibe so yeah. um cuz i learned pattern making at tafe oh, so okay. pattern making so how how do they 
What is that? So pattern making is basically just like, like um, there's pattern make, flat pattern making, and draping. But yeah. it's basically like um, you know, if you're looking at a video of someone making something and they have a piece of paper that they cut out, yeah, and then that's like part of like a sleeve, and they cut yep. the sleeve out. Yeah, so it's like making that oh, sleeve. Okay. Okay. So it's like making the pattern for the clothing. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So, um. We learned how to pattern make, like flat pattern make um, at TAFE. And then my friend who had the knitting machine taught me how to convert a pattern for fabric into a knitting, a pattern for knitting. Yeah. Yeah. So um, some of what I do is like pattern, knitted patterns and some of it I just like kind of look at it and do whatever I oh, want yeah. and go by vibes. And yeah, yeah. Cool. Yeah, I like that because, um, yeah, personally I value handmade stuff doesn't matter if it was like a table or recently i did a shoot with the tattoo artist kale um who's been on the podcast before um and he did a collaboration with a knife maker and he makes knives by hand i don't know i just like love handmade stuff so much and i like got to see his workshop where he like makes and make, makes the knives and like um like hammers all the metal and grinds it and everything and then the end product was this uh it's like a chopping board made out of jarrah and then kale did the hand lettering like just freehand lettering and it just looks so good with the with these handmade knives and i just loved it but yeah what i'm trying to say is like i love <laughs> i just love handmade stuff so i think even with the one-off kind of work that you make like i think i, th- I do think people in general value that a lot more than say just a shirt that they buy at a random store that yeah because um think maybe even with these high-end brands that's why they're kind of valuable because they come from a designer who like put their heart and soul into like the design and there's a history and there's a story and uh they really value the quality behind their product if their name's going to be on it they want that to be high yeah quality thing so i think that's where that's what it comes from yeah i think it's just like a cool concept to like people love to feel special, so it's like a cool concept to be like, wow, like I'm the only one that yes. has this item. Yeah, like no thing. one else is yeah. walking around wearing this. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Like I think that's a fun thing that everybody loves to yeah. like. Even if it's just like my friend made this or something. It's yeah, like, or it's just cooler. like because fashion's a conversation starter. Piece as yeah, well, starter. So yeah, ha- handmade. It's got history, got a story, got a design behind it. But also, if it's one off, it's like. No one else has this. Yeah, exactly. Which is like Bit makes cool. It yeah, exactly. Yeah. Conversation starter. So yeah, I kind of like yeah, I like handmade one-off stuff. Yeah, and also I think that in general people do like to support small businesses if they can, and like I mean I like to support all of my friends yeah. who have their mm. own businesses and stuff. So I think it's like a thing that people do. Yeah. Um. Have you found like the people around you supported? what you've done like a lot and it's been really positive yeah well so far all of the people who have asked me for customs are people that i know not necessarily like best friends with them but Mm -hmm. um they're all people i know so yeah so far it has been like my everyone's been supporting me um yeah which is good and i understand that like i don't expect all of my friends to buy something for me because i understand that it's not everyone's style and also not everyone can afford it but um it is like nice to see People supporting you, yeah. Yeah, for sure. And uh, have you enjoyed the 
maybe marketing side as well because um, as a photographer, I love doing photo shoots and like that collaborative aspect. Has that been enjoyable for you or? I mean, I you don't really enjoy that part. Of I it too love much? shoots. Like I yeah. love styling shoots and being a part of them. Um, marketing in terms of like advertising and selling myself, not so good yeah. at that. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I do love I love like the networking and the marketing in terms of like, yeah, that kind like that kind of side definitely, yeah. yeah. But not like uh, the like reminding yourself you got to post and like yeah, the that that is a little bit harder. I'm definitely not as good as more that. like plans, yeah, stuff, or even yeah. just like making content, making TikToks like that. I need yeah. to get better at that kind yeah. of thing. Yeah, I think yeah, I think like you've got so much potential like there, but then it's like. Even if you did put that out and you had all those people like asking, it's like that, that's what it's sort of like for me. Like if I promoted myself so much, like you can only get so much work and then it's like you kind of like maybe some part of you doesn't want that demand. Yeah. As well, so you're just taking it day by day. Yeah, like, like definitely just taking it slowly for now. Yeah. Yeah, cool. Um, and yeah, I want to sort of dive deeper into the – I can see in your work and your design and your brand that aspect of mythology and folklore with like the fairies and that sort of thing. So where did that come from? So um, when I was like a child, I definitely grew up watching and reading all things like fantasy, like fairies, mermaids, like all of it. Um, also because I, like you said earlier, brats. Um, mm-hmm. I grew up with like brats and Barbies and stuff. So I think really if I look at what I make, it's kind of a lot of it goes back to my when I was a child, like what I was into as a child and um, I guess like still into now really. Um, but, yeah, I was obsessed with fairies as a kid, always wearing fairy wings, always like reading fantasy fantasy fairy novels mm. and like watching things. Did so. the tooth fairy come? Yeah, <laughs> I don't remember when I found out about the tooth fairy but <laughs> – yeah, um, I just like really have always loved that kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah. Any um novels or movies in particular that have a big influence on you? Um, not I'm trying to think of any movies with like fairies. And obviously, there is the Mermaid movie, which is like a trailer for the new Mermaid the coming new out. Little Mermaid movie. Yeah. yeah, that's um. I mean, that looks like quite Disney good. Stuff. Yeah. yeah. Um. I mean, I was a big Disney kid. Yeah, oh, I did yeah. love the oh, yeah. Little Mermaid. I'm trying to think of fairy movies. There's a few. Because um, I know, I know el- uh, elves. Because I'm, uh, I'm a Lord of the Rings fan. Right. So okay. Like yeah. I mean, even yeah, Lord of the Rings. So like, it's just like pretty yeah. much not necessarily one. No, not really. Yeah. Just, just I think I basically tried to consume like every fairy thing that i could yeah. when i was oh, okay. younger yeah and okay. like same with mermaids and stuff yeah it was just oh, cool. what i really yeah liked i think any favorite movies that um i mean we, we were talking about pirates of the caribbean yeah before. i mean part oh, the pirates of the caribbean with the i don't remember which one it is but the one with the mermaid that's oh, a harry good potter one. as well actually yeah harry potter harry potter are you a harry potter fan yeah, yeah i mean know. who isn't a harry potter oh, fan yeah, true, true. um I don't – I can't think of any specific – I there was definitely 
one um, book or like I think illustrations of fairies, oh. but I don't remember the illustrator. But yeah. like when I was younger, I definitely had some. I like actually the, had a, I, as a child, like we had a book like that as well. Like yeah. Mythology book yeah, I definitely had like a few like that. I yeah, know, I think it was like. But that actually, yeah, I feel like th- it was a pretty cool book. Yeah, I had a few um, like fairy and mermaid books and stuff like mm-hmm. mythology and like there's a lot of good illustrators who like illustrate some really cool fairies mm. and stuff, yeah. Yeah, it's – well, those characters are like uh, – they're a part of a lot of stories. Yeah, exactly. Like, yeah. So it's it's a common – there's a common um, creatures. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then – so you went to Japan last year, was it? I went. Oh, I went quite a while ago now, oh, actually. Oh yeah, because COVID. Yeah, like it would have been like a few years ago. Yeah, I don't remember. Maybe twenty eighteen. Yeah. Could have been. I don't remember. Where did, where did you go? Um. So I went to Hakuba to snowboard or ski, which I wasn't a big fan of because I get very cold mm-hmm. and I didn't like. The some woolen yeah um, I was just <laughs> jumpers frozen um also went to Tokyo obviously um and I think we might have gone to Osaka as well cool. yeah so cool though did that uh influence your work in any way? yeah did I think going to Japan was definitely a turning point for me I think after I got back from Japan I started really dressing however I wanted and like really experimenting with how I dress because people over there like wear whatever they want. Mm. Um, You know, like they have the Fruits magazine with the Harajuku street style. Yeah. Yeah, Which I was, I was meant to bring that in guys and look at it. We can just do it another time. But (laughs) yeah, if you you haven't checked out Fruits magazine on Instagram, it's like the coolest fashion ever. Yeah. I love the Harajuku styles. Yeah. So just seeing that, was you, so you got cool. to see that style like yeah know, like it wasn't you know crazy everywhere but mm. it was definitely like people in japan definitely were wearing whatever they wanted mm. um and yeah, in um because yeah i went to kyoto and south korea and in general people maybe we went to kyoto actually that might have been where we went oh yeah not osaka yeah it's more like chill yeah I, it was so long ago like i don't even oh, remember yeah. yeah um we might have gone in the same year actually but yeah in general just people in South Korea and Japan just uh, put a lot more time and effort into their yeah. appearance and how they dress. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's definitely ingrained in the culture. Yeah, and also I think um, coming from only really being in Perth, like the shops that were in, like I could have stayed in Tokyo and shopped forever. Mm. Like um, I think that was really cool too, just to see even more like different kinds of fashion and things that I've only, that I had like been looking online, but it was cool to see things in store. So um, I definitely did some damage and bought some things on that trip. Yeah. Yeah. But I think I sort of decided um, that I was like going to start, like I started dressing a lot more how I wanted to after that. And then I just like, it developed from there. Yeah. 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 Similar to me when I went to, um, South Korea, it's like, oh, I got to see people, like, dressing like this every day. Yeah, exactly. It's like, uh, it's like a big part of their life. And um, why, why don't you think we have that sort of uh, value system in terms of how we dress here or the, our love for 
quality clothing. Yeah, I yeah, yeah, I don't know. I guess we don't have as much culture here as like they do. Mm. But I definitely think um obviously like I was also younger back then before I went to Japan, but um you know, when you're surrounded by people who like all dress the same, yeah. even if you want to dress a bit differently, you still just kind of dress a little bit more toned down just if like that's all you know and that's all you're surrounded by. Yeah. So that's why I think for me it was like, wow, this is like, like you so could, um, yeah, yeah, it's like something that is very easy to do. You just need to like go and do it. But yeah, yeah I don't know why. I mean, I think Perth is getting better in terms of creatives yeah. and style, yeah. definitely. But yeah, have you seen a change in the past three or four years? I think definitely. Yeah. Also, I do think TikTok probably made hundred percent a difference. Yeah. yeah, I think TikTok made a lot of people much more into fashion and yeah exactly dress yeah and just more confident to dress how they want i think yeah. if they were because obviously with tiktok you're just like getting bombarded with content all the time mm. and so if you're seeing a lot of people dress like you then it's probably a bit easier to dress like that yeah around especially if you're like a bit younger um like i think i've seen um because i also work in retail so I work in a shopping center oh yeah um but i also think since like the rise of TikTok, I've seen a lot of younger people dressing yeah, how they I've want now. That. Yeah, it's pretty cool. I've I think it's really cool. I've seen a lot of young people yeah. like with fits on like dope. Yeah, because it's like harder when you're younger to like step a bit outside of the box. Yeah, it's um, yeah, it's interesting dynamic because in Japan and South Korea, it's like respectful to dress up and be presentable and like have a good sort of outfit, and I feel like it's almost. The opposite here. Yeah, it's like you're trying too hard. Yeah, it's like why do you look so good? Yeah, (laughs) like uh, you, you, you definitely stand out, um, especially as a man in Perth. Like, yeah, definitely. Because most people, I guess, the culture is just like shorts and thongs and whatever. So if you're like dressed up a bit too nice, like, oh, what's going on here? Yeah, yeah. It's um, it's interesting dynamic. Yeah, but um. Yeah, definitely, definitely in Perth. I, I do like to see, you know, um, more people like getting into it. And because fashion's not only about presentation, it's like about finding your own sort of style. And I think yeah. that's really important. Yeah, and finding like your people as well. That yeah. Yeah, which I think is definitely TikTok's helping with that as much yeah. as it's probably not helping with a lot of other things. Yeah. <laughs> so how's... um. Have you sort of had a journey of finding your own style over the f- um, past few years? And like, have yeah, you Yeah, I think once I went to Japan, I think I really like started thinking like, yeah, I can dress however I want. And then when, so I started TAFE after I came back from Japan. Um, did, did, um, was that sort of like a gap year and you like weren't sure what you wanted to do? And um, then it like was like, I oh. sort of took like a few I took a break yes yeah I just I took a break because I didn't know what I wanted to do um and I was like the in my head I was like no point racking up debt if I'm not gonna be happy with what I'm doing so um I was actually gonna start TAFE the year that I went to Japan but because I had already been going to Japan Mm. I had to delay so I went I started mid-semester and did you know you wanted to do fashion before that yeah so I had ex like I had um committed to doing fashion before going to Japan but then after going to Japan I was like yeah this is definitely the right choice um I think for me and once I started going to TAFE because like everyone at TAFE was creative um I met some really good friends and like 
that really helped. I think I just started really dressing how I wanted and like I was surrounded by people who either like dressed like were into the same things as I was or their own things and so I think that really helped me just be like yeah okay cool like I can wear whatever I want and like have the confidence I mean because I've always loved fashion yeah but yeah yeah I think uh that's an important aspect of like having friends that you know maybe they like they're into fashion as well can dress a certain way because if they're not and you sort of go out with them yeah maybe you feel you're making them yeah comfortable or it's it's just like you don't feel that you can express yourself as yeah. much yeah because it's like uh, before um I had obviously like I had friends and everything but most of them weren't really into fashion so they would just dress like not like pretty regular which is fine but um I think yeah once I made friends who were into fashion like it was so cool and it's just so fun to go out with your friends and you're all like really dressed up because you just love to do that mm. so yeah yeah, for sure. And uh, yeah, just back on that sort of value system in like Japan and South Korea, another thing I find was uh, people do value kind of quality. Um, I, like even in, if I just think of Japan, like the architecture, did you find like the architecture was like, like even walking around the streets, yeah. you just found it like so much nicer. Yeah. Yeah, that's something I love about japan like in south korea it's a bit more modern but there's still i think the urban planning still like pretty nice and uh, if you go to the city it's, it's definitely more modern but the taste in architecture is just really good yeah like, uh, there's dongdaemun plaza which is like a that's where they have fashion week in seoul yeah and uh yeah it's just like a it's a super cool modern building but then in japan uh, which is more so like traditional architecture just like I, mean, I just remember in Kyoto just walking around the streets it was just like whoa like why is this so cool like yeah the, it's the buildings so cool it's yeah just yeah so just if you compare that to Perth I just feel like we don't care as much for how yeah our streets look or how our urban environments are planned um even the the choice of architecture or like the bridges we built they're just very i think i've touched on this before they're just very like stock standard and yeah we're a little bit more boring realistically yeah Yeah. it's like why why can't we express ourselves a bit more yeah maybe we're just not there yet yeah i mean like i said before i do think obviously japan has way more culture yeah they have a like we're still fairly new but yeah yeah it is a little bit it's just when you go somewhere else and you've only lived in Perth, you're like, wow, like places like are crazy compared to here. Yeah. And uh, any other experiences that were like enjoyable for you overseas? Um, maybe like how was it experiencing the food, the maybe music or nightlife? The, or I think it's cool that Japan is like never asleep. It's always oh, yeah, awake. I did notice um, they love getting drunk and like yeah <laughs> as well. Oh, uh, and well, because there's a big work culture in Japan, so it's like they um will just like go to like a Burger King and like have a nap oh, and yeah. then go back to work, which yeah. is pretty crazy. Um, sure. I seeing snow was really cool, yeah. but like I'm definitely not made for cold weather. The cold yeah. weather oh, you was got, you got cold. So oh, cold. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. 
just I just think I was not prepared. Like as soon as I stepped out of the like airport, I was like, "Whoa, not prepared for this." Winter fits though. Yeah, winter fits. <laughs> yeah, winter fits is good. Um, but maybe didn't have. I wasn't prepared for how cold. I it just was wasn't prepared be. for how cold it was yeah. going to be. I don't think. Yeah. Yeah, in South Korea, it was like I definitely didn't have. I had to buy. I stuff had to there. buy. Yeah, like had to buy coats well, and yeah, stuff. Definitely wasn't yeah. Ready for that? Because I just level didn't of have coldness. it. Yeah, it's Perth. Like we it don't gets cold here. Literally, <laughs> didn't always get that cold. Yeah, it's crazy. Um, but no, I mean the food is great in Japan and it's cheaper, which is nice. Yeah, um, yeah. Japan was. I'd love to go back. Like, I really enjoyed it. Yeah, especially because um, I think we were in Tokyo for like a week, and a lot of our friends were saying that that's like too long, and we get bored of Tokyo. And I mm. was like, could not relate less. I would love to just walk around and shop all day, every day. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Um, well, thanks so much for coming on and chatting with me. It's okay. Learned so much <laughs> about yourself and Shop Siren, and uh, I guess people can just check out your Instagram. Yeah. Uh, and that sort of thing, and yeah, check out all the stuff. Maybe, maybe on TikTok soon. Who knows? Oh, maybe if <laughs> maybe. I if I get my act together. <laughs> um, but yeah, thanks so much for coming on. Well, that's okay. Thank you for having me. No worries.